0: Coming upon this episode, we begin by discussing where to buy watermelon and new ideas for spot treatments. Then we get into the week's tech news, including Facebook's trip to the Metaverse and what happens when the internet buys your home. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 325, recorded November 1st, 2021. Watermelon Eye Mask. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and we couldn't do it without you. I am Sean Jennings, joined by two guys thrilled to now be celebrating National Pomegranate Month. It's Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Good evening, gentlemen. A whole month just for pomegranates? Uh, uh, according to Wikipedia, November is a lot of things, including National hmm. Pomegranate Month. When's National Watermelon Month? Uh, that's You want to take a guess? I'm going to guess July. Um, There Is is there a month? Yes. In 2008, the U.S. Senate passed a unanimous resolution designating the month of July as National Watermelon Month. So a pretty recent thing. There you go. Did you
1: know that uh, maybe Colby read this too that uh, people traversing deserts back in the day they used to use watermelons to carry their water. Because it retains the water so well, none of it like evaporates.
2: So you like just take a watermelon, or did
1: yeah. they put water
2: into the watermelon?
1: No, because it's like seventy-eight percent water or something like that. So you just take fully grown watermelons and use that to store your water.
0: You just put a straw in it and you just suck it right out.
1: I think they, I think they like juiced it basically, but yeah. So that's watermelons, cool. important. Almost and they're extremely climate change resistant plants because their roots go so deep into the ground. They don't need a lot of water.
0: Oh, that's cool. You seem to know a lot about watermelons, Dan. I'm a little suspicious. Lena's
1: obsessed with watermelons. so But I learned all of this in the last 24 hours.
2: It <laughs> is her Instagram handle, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> that is good Watermelons
1: and tigers. And you can get one of them a lot more easily than the other, especially after Tiger King. <laughs>
2: One one is more resistant to climate change.
1: <laughs> That's probably also true.
2: <laughs> uh, dark. Now I really want watermelons, which is unfortunate cuz it is not this season. Yeah.
1: We were at Whole Foods and they had these tiny
0: tiny watermelons. Like that doesn't look good. Well, there is that website that'll like pick you a pineapple in Hawaii and mail it to you. I will I wonder if there's one that will wow. send you Dole. Uh, .com Yeah, something like that. Okay, well, That's a
1: Hawaii I, joke.
0: melon1.com The perfect watermelon is always in season. As the largest watermelon grower, packer and shipper in the US, melon1 provides the highest quality watermelon oh, to retail customers. Damn it. Oh, melon1 Apparently, and I'm not making this up, you can buy watermelon uh, on Amazon. Whole watermelon, fresh fruit, produce, vegetables, Florida grown. $59. Fresh from Florida. Let's see if there are any reviews. $59. Small $59. and had so, a or something. No, that's for. First, this watermelon was small like a toy basketball. Second, it wasn't fresh like they stated. Probably one of the worst tasting watermelons I've had. So they will <laughs> mail you a watermelon. It just is not. <laughs> Good, unsurprisingly.
1: I get different results because I'm getting these uh, Whole Foods results mixed in here with mm. results like conventional watermelon chunks.
0: Conventional. Well, you could I you could just buy someone a an, ar- uh, uh, an edible arrangement.
1: That's true, and they'll do. Some I can't imagine stuff. they get
0: good watermelons for those though. Probably not. Oh, here we go. Hmm. Yeah, no one's really interested in uh, watermelon delivery. Maybe this is a void in the market. We could be the this Uber is an of watermelon. Opportunity.
1: Yeah.
2: Didn't uh wasn't there one time when when Joe like put alcohol in a watermelon or something? Wasn't that a thing that happened? It's a thing you can absolutely do. Maybe that's that's, that's your diversification play right? if you have watermelon, watermelon and soju, right? Watermelons after
1: dark, <laughs> <laughs> pre-boozed, juiced, or maybe they just come with like like a port that you can insert that the alcohol into.
2: Oh,
0: become
1: like prepped.
0: Right, I like that. You provide the booze. Make your own kit.
2: This is not helping my watermelon craving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Just, are there any wa- are uh, artificially flavored watermelon things you like? It's not It's not really a common flavor. I like the, the Jolly Ranchers, the, the watermelon Jolly
2: Ranchers. That's sure. Thing, oh, yeah. right? The pink ones. That's good. That's all I can think of right now, though. Maybe like a popsicle. I'm sure I would enjoy that. You know what? I haven't... I like freeze pops better than popsicles. I feel like there was a... Well, at least there was a pink freeze pop that I always imagined was <laughs> watermelon-flavored. Though, though, really, all, I think all freeze pops are just sugar-flavored with food coloring.
0: Well, it's like the old Fruit Loops thing, where all Fruit Loops are exactly the same flavor, but people swear they can taste different flavors.
2: Right, and like M&M's. Yeah.
0: I did not know that. Yeah, they're all manufactured in the same facility, and they're just dyed. So the flavor's the same. Wait, so... Oh, but they're just like sugary
1: Cheerios with different colors? Yes. Oh, man. Yep. That's a disappointment. They lied to you. <sighs> <sighs> they're not the...
0: Not the first won't be the last. No, that damn toucan. Uh-uh. So, what's, uh, so what's new, guys? What's new, gentlemen?
1: Did I have the new macbook pro at the last show i don't think so no you
0: had ordered it did it get delivered it got delivered it's right here oh my goodness show show us your i feel hey. naughty show us your notch <laughs> oh Gross. wow notch. you can't wow. see the It's
1: dark mode no you well, can, can see, oh you can, can see it see yeah yeah it wow. definitely does the thing i already have way too many menu bar items i need to uh i need to figure something out uh but it's amazing it I am not exaggerating. I, I don't know, maybe the Apple Watch was life changing, but I think this is the most life-changing technology product I've had since a smartphone for wow. this one reason. Function keys. I, I don't
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know if you have this problem, Sean, but programmers have it all the time. Where you're thinking throughout the day as you're working on a computer, you're thinking, can I do this right now? Like, can I be on a video call with my boss while this thing is running in the background? Can I, like, encode this video and go to the team video meeting? Yes. And you used to have to be like, "Uh, no, I got to do that on another computer or I'll do it later or I'll do it, like, before I, like, log off. Now you don't have to think about it. The answer is always yes. Like, yes, you can do it. Um, Like, another example, a couple, I don't think I picked it on the show, but... As part of our VR experiments, I tried this uh, virtual desktop app called Immerse. Did I pick this on the show? Where you can we basically about, really. put screens in space in VR, and mm-hmm. they can be of arbitrary resolution, and you can have as many of them as you as you want. Although, really, it's as many as your computer can support. Uh, and on the 20, well, I think it was 2019, 16-inch MacBook Pro it was tough to do more than three like three was it really started to slow down it would like give you this warning that's like hey you have like your video memories low and stuff here i i went to five six no problem didn't even didn't even sweat you can make them all retina screens doesn't matter uh it's amazing
0: yeah I, I, I mean, I know the Max is obviously faster than the classic M1 I have, but I felt the same way when I got it, uh, and it, I think it's apt to compare to the smartphone because the iPhone was really the first device I ever owned where it never crashed or it never loaded. Stuff just happened mm-hmm. when you wanted it to happen, and it's mm-hmm. subtle and you don't always notice it, but on the M1, it's like it comes right back from sleep. Everything opens fine. Stuff just I I haven't had a single program crash or give me an error. I haven't had a single time where I've had to wait for an unusually long. And as a Windows user, I'm super used to that. So um, (laughs) it's very subtle in how good it is.
1: And the the monitors, switching monitors, is a thing I used to do all the time when I was in an office. And now I only do sometimes. It was always slow and error prone. You're like, oh, God, what's going to happen when I unplug it? What's going to happen when I plug it in? How long is the screen going to stay black for? Is it going to kernel panic which, you know, that's probably I've had more kernel panics from unplugging and plugging in a dock than anything else. And now it's just One instant 10 it- times you unplug. <laughs> you unplug. <laughs> yeah. And now it's just instant and it never it never has a problem. Nice.
2: Do you use do you clamshell mode ever?
1: Do I don't. Do because I only have one monitor, and I like having the option to have mm-hmm. another monitor.
2: I only have one monitor, but I don't have a big enough desk to really right. like have my computer next to it. So
1: yeah, that's the other I thing. Now I have actual. this this crazy desk, so. <laughs> <laughs> in his face.
0: Well, if you raise it up high enough, maybe you can slip a couple extra monitors under there, and.
1: <laughs> Honestly, so I'll probably pick immersed next week, um, but. I've only used it twice. Uh, I guess I'll just I'll do a double pick. I'll pick it now. Um, I've only used it twice, uh, but it's really good uh, for staying focused, I found because I don't know why, but you have the thing strapped to your face. It feels like I'm not gonna look around and look at other stuff. I'm literally in like a completely blank void. Uh, I'm not going to get up and like, oh, let me go get a snack. It's like, no, I'm like strapped in and it's going to take a while to get like back in. So I'm like here for a minute. So that's kind of nice. But then the other crazy thing is being able to have monitors wherever you want to. So having one down at your keyboard is is like my new favorite monitor position. Uh, Like putting documentation down here so I can like look down here and then look up instead of like looking left or right or looking up. It's much more comfortable for me to look down than it is to look up or to the right or left. Uh, So immersed is pretty cool. I'll pick it next week for, for real. Yeah.
2: I think that's a, that's a a thing, a science thing. When uh, I worked at Facebook and we had an in office physical therapist That I talked to once because my wrists were hurting like one of their that was that was it was a non-wrist thing but I think a part of the standard package was like I think like it's hard for you to turn your head Mm -hmm. left and right and up and it's easy to go this way so like if you like if you're arranging monitors and like windows and stuff like this stuff you're spending the most time on you should put like this way and then other stuff you can have on the left and right it's crazy
0: yeah, yeah. i'm starting to think the human body wasn't made to sit at a desk and stare at monitors <laughs> for eight plus hours a day well i feel like the funny thing is it wasn't made for anything it just kind of happened <laughs> the, the, my eyes were made for farming grains not for uh not for doing computers. they weren't
1: even made for that
0: no. They are made for
1: spotting approaching predators. And now I'm very like, good at that. And now I like can't see
0: anything. Now and now my ophthalmologist says I have the eyes of an 80 year old. <laughs> You've done it, Sean. I I I, 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 I literally broke my eyeballs. <laughs> so maybe I need some watermelons for my eyes. They're too dry. <laughs>
2: Why don't, why did they use cucumbers in spas? Why don't they use watermelons?
0: <laughs> just whole half a watermelon. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you can make like a, you know those sleep
1: masks, those like crescent moon shaped sleep masks. You could just do
2: that
0: with a watermelon. I'd like to imagine. Exactly. They keep that for the very rude customer who's like, all right, and now we'll put some fresh fruit on your face. They just like slam a watermelon on their face. <laughs> oh, how relaxing.
2: I bet it'd be nice if you carved like an ergonomic shape out of it, like a face shaped cutout in the water.
0: <laughs> That's like a Kickstarter that doesn't yeah. exist yet, like a little plastic device that you scoop into a watermelon and it makes a face shape.
2: Right. And so no, what happens though is they, we send you a mold that, that like you put your face in. Yes. You know, like those special like shoes or whatever. You put your, squish your face into it and then you send it back and then we, we create a, perfectly, like, face
0: customized. And you can scoop your face into any kind of fruit or vegetable. Right. Yeah. Maybe a whole tub of ice cream. Wouldn't you love How about that? You you know how you can grow fruits and
1: vegetables in different shapes by constraining their containers? (laughs) Yes. What about a service that'll grow you fruits and vegetables in the shape of your face?
0: (laughs) It's like Chia Pet 2.0. I love it. You can have a little you growing there.
2: (laughs) I bet you could do it with those heads of lettuce that they grow like out completely free of soil. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow, we're really on on, on God, it tonight. This is great on the
1: Speaking of, of VR, I I had my first experience doing like a VR. I don't want to say party, but bringing out the VR thing at a social engagement with multiple people, and it was a huge hit, and it is surprisingly fun. To have to like to be able to watch someone moving around in the physical meat space in front of you and then have on the t v what they're seeing that was a blast
2: yeah, the t v thing is cool
1: um and yeah i <laughs> I guess I was close to full battery when I did it. I was using my I was casting the Oculus to the iPhone and then air playing the iPhone to an Apple TV. Mm. And we did this for an hour and a half, I think. And my phone was at 80% battery afterwards. I was like, wow, that's way better than I thought it was going to be. Batteries, man. is 2021. The year of the battery.
0: Maybe It is a good question. You have enough battery life. I can't imagine how great the battery life is on your new laptop. Oh, yeah. I
1: went to New York last Thursday. Um, I had a coffee meeting where I didn't use it that much, but I demoed I demoed the app, and then I worked from, like, noon until 6, and I think I left with 30% battery life. Uh, oh, I used it on the both the train there and back, and I think I ended up with about 30% battery life. Yeah, it's good. It's, yeah. You don't have to think about it anymore. No, no more thinking. You just do. That should uh, that should be their campaign ad. Don't think about it. Just do it. <laughs> the Nike might sue them, but
0: well, well, they used to be think differently, right? Now they're just do differently.
2: Just do it. <laughs> I remember the. I feel like I didn't think too much about like doing stuff, in for I guess for the things I've been I've been working on for some time, like you could do stuff and be on a video call, but you couldn't do stuff and still like have your battery not die. Mm-hmm. Like, you, could, you can't have Xcode open and expect your battery to like survive. That's, that's right. just
0: not possible. Right. Well, I was terrible. I was always, you know, my, so now I only use windows at work. I have a windows laptop and that thing gets incredible battery life. Like, it's absolutely... It'll go, like, two full working days on it. But because it's got a little shitty processor in it and it barely does anything. What I'm impressed <laughs> by is when you get good battery life and you're doing some powerful stuff. Like, I don't do any, like, photo or video editing. I literally just use it for, like, email and web surfing. And it'll last forever. But it also runs, like, trash.
1: Yeah, that that's the... Uh, from the presentation where they showed, like... Look, the, the M1 Max is... Almost as good as the best NVIDIA processor, but you can use it for eight hours on a charge instead of just ninety minutes. <laughs> oh man, computers! Yeah, so the sixteen-inch MacBook Pro was also my my gaming computer for when I was away traveling earlier this year not playing anything crazy but even not playing anything crazy a 20 year old game the battery wouldn't last more than two hours
0: yep yep well what, you said it was 20 years old what sim city super <laughs> smash was, brothers was oh okay. <laughs> right. i should have known um yeah that's the one thing i haven't really done on my machine is, is get steam running and try and throw some powerful stuff at it i'll have to try it one of these days
1: I what did I, I did something that, oh, video calls. Like when you are on a video call, it uses the GPU. And I think that's what makes a big difference because when you're on a video call, your CPU isn't doing it much at all, uh, which is great. If your GPU doesn't, because I think when you're on an old Apple laptop and probably most windows laptops, if you're on a video call, it's using the integrated graphics and it's not great. And that's why, you know, everything is it, using the CPU for some of it. And the quality is not great and it's stuttering. Uh, but with these, at least for me, I don't use the GPU for anything at work except video calls. <laughs> but there are a lot of them.
0: And it works well, great for that. And
1: you, I can be on battery. It doesn't matter.
0: You you definitely look better on tonight's show. Um, your video is definitely in better Bad news. shape. I'm,
1: I'm using the, the old Windows desktop still. Damn
0: it. <laughs> Oh, and I, you held up the computer. I had to. have. Known yeah, me, I was going to say, wait, I mean, sure. maybe
1: the cables were super I think, long.
0: I think what the problem is is Colby, uh, no slight to Colby, but uh, he does not look nearly as good as you do in terms oh, of quality. Colby's I mean, making
1: me look good by we comparison. Re-
0: <laughs> we record locally, so it doesn't actually matter. But I was like, why is Dan so much crisper than Colby?
1: Maybe it's this this thing I was doing earlier that really makes me feel oh. more three-dimensional.
0: Oh, I love the new give. You know, if we were like big on Twitch or something, it would definitely be like donate bits or whatever, and Dan's desk will go up and down. Like that would definitely be <laughs> one of maybe even games.
2: automatically.
0: Yep. Right. Yep.
2: <laughs> That's a good idea. Like your desk height is wired to the the number of uh, like and subscribes you've gotten in the last like. Or, or
1: how time. long or how many minutes until Firefox is done compiling your desk just
0: slowly
2: sinks <laughs> down.
0: Yeah. Can we hook that up to ift and get some recipes going? I think that would be think of all the wacky triggers we could set up for that. I like it. That's a good hack week project. It's a good idea. I would love to, it's a, it's a, it's the temperature outside. So when it's up really high, it's hot. When it's low, it's really cold. <laughs>
2: You'd have to get like a like a truck backing up sound for it though for yes. safety reasons. Like OSHA compliance.
0: One of those like flashing siren lights on the wall so it warns you boop, before it starts moving. Boop, boop. Adjustment incoming. <laughs> I like that. That
2: <sighs> sounds pretty good to me.
0: Excellent. Well, you guys want to keep bantering or you want to move on to the week's news?
1: Let's do it.
0: Unless Colby's got a banter. No. Banter free. All right. Well, we have got some tech news here. Some of it's even good. So, um, guys, is there any particular story you would like to start with here in the rundown?
2: I think the Zillow one sounds funny.
0: Yes! Don't you love it when big corporations screw up? I know I do. We had fun with Facebook last week. This week it's Zillow. Um, right,
1: we're going to have fun with Facebook again this week. <laughs> we,
0: oh, well, we sure are. <laughs> um, I should actually see how much my house is worth on here. Uh, anyway, uh, Zillow, the uh real estate tracking company, recently offered a service called Zillow offers where basically you would put in your address and it would give you a price of your house and Zillow would just buy your house in cash. It's kind of wild. The idea being is that uh they spent like well over a billion dollars um acquiring all of these homes, uh, 7,000 of them with the idea that um Zillow would buy them, put in minor repairs or remodels. And that essentially how say flipping. well
1: over a million dollars. It has to be way more than that. for 7,000 homes. Right? I, I just
0: say well over a billion dollars. Okay. All right. All right. My apologies, but it's 7,000 homes <laughs> is the number that's been floating around. Um, but the issue is they bought them uh, when the market was red hot over the summer, competing with other um, online only purchasers, uh, raising prices incredibly high. And then when the market softened this fall, they're essentially stuck with houses that it's going to be too inconvenient or expensive for them to fix and flip. And so uh, the company told investors they're going to stop buying houses Um and that they uh, they actually are selling a good number of them at a loss instead of a profit just to get rid of them. Now they're looking to offload about 7,000 of them to institutional investors, Wall Street firms, to the tune of $2.8 billion.
2: There are Wall Street firms buying
0: houses? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, investors make up about 20% of the home buying market in 2020. Zillow says that it and its competitors have made up around 1% of the market. Uh, but that's still a pretty big chunk and growing.
2: That's a lot for 7,000
0: houses. 2.8 billion. Yeah. Well, they weren't buying cheap houses, uh, you know, and and they were doing it in in cities and things like that, where they were taking a $300,000 house and bidding it up to a $350,000 house um, and still trying to make money on it.
1: Right. And if you think about it, (laughs) institutional investors, I'm sure make up the majority of, of real estate activity, if you count mortgages. Nope.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely.
2: Right. Houses. What
1: a racket. And then you got the people who buy apartment buildings.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, Zillow says, um well, they said this... Earlier, before they said this during the summer, so before the markets often, but they expected their divi- the homes division to bring in around one and a half billion dollars in revenue in the next quarter, um, in essentially flipping these houses. Zillow's gross profit per home per home sold was about thirty four thousand dollars in the second quarter. So imagine doing five thousand of those a month.
2: That's not bad. This is for they didn't do anything. They just like bought the house and resold it.
0: No, they they don't specifically break out how many houses they like had to do work on. But they claim that there are houses they do minor work on. You know, and it, I it, I think it would make sense. Right. If I mean, essentially what home flippers do. I mean, there's a company in my area who and they're doing they just buy houses and flip them. But because they're all in the same geographic area, they just have a plumber who just does all their houses and electric. So I'm sure Zillow could do the same thing where they just hire a crew and you're like, no, you just you just work. Work with me. He says it's house repairs average around ten thousand dollars.
2: Wow. Oh, Zillow. Yeah.
1: Z- I'm guessing Zillow doesn't need anyone to bail them out, though.
0: <laughs> uh, definitely not. Um, no. And it's, frankly, I would rather them do this than buy houses and then, like, rent them out or something where they still own them and there aren't any owners. I mean, theoretically, because they say they make about 4 to 5% on each purchase, Um. And I guess that's not a crazy, like they did improve the house somewhat. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be glass half full. I mean, I guess it's bad that giant companies are buying American homes, but at least they're doing it to kind of improve them. Um, it just h- sucks that they drive up prices for everybody. Right. An improved home is
1: a more expensive
0: home. That's well, they already buy them at top dollar. So, you know, a house that realistically was worth 200,000 Zillow bought for 275 because they outbid a bunch of other digital companies. And even with some improvements, it's still not a $300,000 house, you know? Right. but it's crazy. But I, Hey, I bought a car and then returned it completely online. So it's, you know, it it is weird to think you returned it. Yeah. That's not the car I kept. Did we not talk about this on the show?
1: No. I mean, I think we did. Talk we talked about, about you going the you the, your car got yeah, it got uh hit in the in the street. Yes. parked and yes. then you got like more than you paid for it or almost as much as you paid for it yes. from the insurance company and then you bought a car online because there were no cars to have be had locally. That's what I remember leaving the story off.
0: Yes. So I ordered a carvana car. It came, it got delivered. It was there was something not right with it. Um, the engine was very weird when I drove it and the car just didn't feel right. Um, and they have a seven day money back return policy. So I called them. They came. They took the car and gave me all my money back. So I went and bought a different one. From Carvana? No, from an actual a new car from an actual dealer, not a used one. Wow. Okay. Let's see, there's <laughs> my bad boy.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Yep. Um which actually was, frankly, far less convenient. I'd like, you know, the the only thing I don't like about Carvana is the fact that you don't drive the car. So while they were great and they never questioned me about returning it and they gave me all my money back quickly and they came and got it, like the process was very easy. It was just a hassle because it took several weeks of not having a car and then being there when they came and all this kind of stuff. If it, right. it, it's the problem you have with buying clothes online, too, it's like you're never going to get over the fact that you cannot try it before you buy it. Um, and so while I liked the concept and they were very good, I would recommend them. But you got to be prepared to keep what they send you. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Or be without a car. And no, the dealer sucked. It was a nightmare uh, because <laughs> they, they screwed up the car and it took like a week How and a half. they of- screw it up? Oh, my God. Uh, well, the short version is, so when you go to buy, you guys aren't car buyers, I know, but uh, when you go to buy a car, they basically try to upsell you on a bunch of, like, warranties and special things for the car. Well, they decided to put on a premium finish spray coating before I even bought the car, so I wouldn't have a choice. I would have to pay them for it, which is kind of underhanded, but whatever. I mean, that's their prerogative to do. So I knew that when I offered to buy the car. Whatever. I'll, I'll pay for it. Um, And it comes with an extra warranty and whatever. Well, when they applied the spray coating, it's a paint protectant. So which part of the car do you spray? The front? The painted part. part. Thank you, Colby. Colby knows cars. It's a paint (laughs) protectant. You spray the paint. You're supposed to tape off the rest of the vehicle. No, they just took it like a freaking garden hose and just the windows, the plastic. So everything had this like film finish uh, stuff on it that they they took the car and detailed it and then said, here's your new car. And I said, no, all this looks like shit. It's terrible. I, I can show you some pictures. It looked awful. So I said, okay, we apologize. You're right. We'll go take it and get it detailed. They brought it back. I swear to God, they didn't even touch it. It looked exactly the <laughs> same. And so basically, I, you know me, I am not I hate confrontation. I'm not like an in-your-face guy. I literally went to the guy and I'm like, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Don't screw with me. I'm a smart man. Don't think I'm stupid. You fucked up this car bad. Okay? And I just bought it. It's brand new. You've driven it more than I have. I mean, we went on and on forever. And he was like, oh, no, it's actually fine. It's this. Look, it comes right off. It's no, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, look, go and get this car spotless and call me when you're done. And I want a loaner while you're doing it. And okay. Oh, no. no." Finally, after several attempts, they got the car clean and I finally have it. But it just was a giant. Oh, it was a a huge hassle. Very stressful. So whatever Amazing. all's good now this is this is why my life is so low stress because <laughs> things always work out perfectly this is why you uh, have the eyes of an 80 year old you know it's funny i'm good at spending money not all the things that come after it is the problem i'm good at writing the check that's about it
1: oh well our society is optimized for the
0: check writing they were this thrilled not optimized to for money. the other stuff oh my god they were so nice when they were taking my money after that was a little harder He offered me uh, two free oil changes for my hassle. I said, I literally said, wherefore, I said, screw you. I am never coming back here if I ever have to ever again. (laughs) You did? (laughs) I did. I did. I said, I'm not. I Keep them. It ain't worth it to me. As soon as I don't. And he goes, oh, that's your right, man. That's your right. As soon as I don't have to talk to you people anymore. I am never coming back here. It sucked. Uh, I was furious. That's terrible
2: yeah the my so my I had my windows redone at some point which which I assume we talked about on the show, and after they did them, I like looked and i like looked on the outside and like there were spots where you could like see the insulation like you could see the inside of the wall on the outside of the house and huh. i asked like I asked the guy i was like, did these need to be like cocked or something?' He was like, "No, no, they they cocked him from the inside." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Okay." And then last week we had a nor'easter, which is like I'm on that side of the building at the top, um. So you know, there's like you the, the you could see the like streaks of water on the plaster. Oh yeah. <laughs> inside, so I sent him a picture, and I was like. <laughs> Should have cocked it. Yeah. You want to have someone come like cock the windows now? So someone came up the next morning and cocked the windows. But the guy that came up, he's like, you know, I mean, I don't know, like this might not be it. It could be the brick. I was like, they just changed the fucking windows.
0: <laughs> it never leaked from. Oh, they never admit you're wrong. I mean, that's that's right. step number one. I mean, the number one thing I learned in dealing with home contractors and car dealerships and all stuff. is If it seems wrong to you, the customer, <laughs> it probably is wrong. Like they can right, hide yeah. stuff. So if it's so shitty that it's obvious to you, <laughs> then it is absolutely in- like literally when I look at my house, I'm like, the, the shutters were like off center and, and, and the nails were like half nailed in. And I'm like, even <laughs> I, a total moron, know this is wrong. Like that's when, you know, you've got something
2: yeah, yeah. That's. I still have to get them to come back to do my bathroom. Oh. I have I just have like a replacement window sitting in my bedroom.
0: <laughs> L- literally, the only reason uh, my, technically my house is still not done with the windows because a couple of them were damaged. So I'm waiting on replacements. Literally, the only reason they haven't left is because I haven't given them all their money yet is because I'm still holding on to their money until they finish. And that's the only reason they still talk to me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I probably should have should have done that. So like, no, I'll pay you when you finish.
0: (laughs) It's all the little things you learn. And it's that's the one thing that keeps them active is is getting their money.
2: Right. I'm sure like, you know, my job is not a big job either. So I'm I'm sure it is incredibly low on the list of priorities. But what are you going to do? I'm pretty sure the windows aren't leaking anymore, but we'll see.
0: Well, the good news is, Colby, uh, it won't matter soon because you won't be living in your home. You'll be living in the metaverse. And there, right. Windows Thank don't God. leak because they're not real. <laughs> they can if you want them to. Well, yes, if you don't pay Facebook <laughs> the one ninety nine a month no-leak fee, um, then, then they will. But th- that is an optional service you can subscribe to. Uh, guys, Facebook is dead. Long live Meta. Mark Zuckerberg quote, we are a company that builds technology to connect together. We can finally put people at the center of our technology and together we can unlock a massively bigger creator community to reflect who we are and what we hope to build.
1: Did you, did you watch the uh, video? I
0: explicitly
2: did not. No, it's pretty weird. I didn't watch it on purpose, <clears throat> but I didn't watch it. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg does not look great in the picture, in the Verge article.
0: You know what the problem is? I realized the other day he doesn't have eyebrows. That's what's so upsetting about him. Yeah. Where are his eyebrows? It's the
1: it's before. the it is the eyebrows, but then the eyebrows plus the like completely straight hair thing. Okay. Yeah, it, right. it makes it seem like he's just a digital avatar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Inter- I, he couldn't what they couldn't afford to render the eyebrows. Or a good haircut. <laughs> right.
1: right. Just a low polygon count.
0: <laughs> no, the only thing I saw of the event was someone did a supercut every time someone said the word experiences. Um, and it was very funny because they said it a lot. Um, any takeaways from the, the video, Dan? Oh, no. Just that it was weird and
1: very much like none of it was real. Uh right they weren't showing off any working code Uh, maybe they did once for one of their one of their apps Um, but you know uh, I think it's uh, I think it's a silly name and like alphabet no one's they're always going to be called Facebook Uh, so yeah I don't think that was a worthwhile endeavor but having now used the Oculus for a while and done a couple different things with it I'm sold on the idea of things like what they showed being really cool. I'm not sold on Facebook being the ones that do it because in the video, they talk a lot about how basically this is going to be a decentralized system where you'll be able to like one thing I think they're really right about is if you want to have a persistent virtual world, then you need a way to take your stuff from one place to another. Your avatar and your you want to have, like, a cool sword or spaceship or something, you need to be able to use that in all the places, which means there needs to be... Assuming Facebook isn't the only online digital space, there needs to be some kind of protocol to to transmit these things. Uh, But, like, I don't... Facebook is not the kind of company that has shown themselves to ever do something like that. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think it's as bad as, say, if Apple were saying this, they'd be like, yeah, no way. Like, they've said they're going to open source stuff before and they still haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So at least Facebook, they've never even said they're going to do this before. So maybe it'll be great. But that's my biggest hesitation. But I think that the concepts they showed off are cool. Nothing was like super infeasible or stupid i would say but i'm also i'm coming off this high of using the oculus i think the oculus is really good
0: uh well now the meta quest oculus is dead
1: the meta quest
0: really can we just call (sighs) it the quest no of course not that would be crazy the Um, meta quest do they really
2: rename it to that
0: yes it's it's the yeah you'll no longer hear things called oculus it's all meta (sighs) it's weird, man. Uh, You know, it's... It's one of the... You know what this reminds me? You guys saw slash read Ready Player One at some point. Yeah. It reminds me of the evil company from that book slash movie where they're like, oh, this cool... Look, we're all in virtual reality. And then they're like, and we're going to put ads in it. And we're going to make money on it. Like, to me, that's what this is. It reminds me very much of that. Oh, yeah. I, I think... I think the the upside downside of Facebook is they're very good at pivoting. And that's really one of the reasons they've sort of stayed on top is unlike a Snapchat or something like that, they don't hang on a particular feature. They just kind of keep rolling with whatever's new and then ditch stuff when it's not working anymore. Like when video was the big pivot for a little while and then it was Messenger and then it was whatever. I I think on the- Stories. Yeah, exactly. And I think- I think the metaverse VR stuff is good for them to be involved in now. And I think they will push the industry forward. I also won't be surprised if in four or five years, they say the future isn't the metaverse anymore. It's this other thing. Um, and, you know, it, it's the flavor of the month. It's hot right now. Investors like it. Their competitors are doing it too. God bless them. You know, that. that's my thought. I, I, do I think they're permanently going to pivot the company? No, I don't. The interesting thing to me, was that uh, they announced along with the name change that um, they're actually changing how their financial results are reported where they're reporting on. They now have two operating segments. One is what they call family of apps, which is Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, and the other is reality labs. And so they're saying reality labs is equally wow. as important essentially as all the stuff that makes the and their,
1: and their revenue is going to be broken out.
0: Yes. Wow, that's that's a bold move from a company. And they said they're going to invest like $10 billion in it over the next year or two. So I, I will say they are putting their money and resources where their mouths are. Like I, I don't think this yeah. is like a press release. I really think they're going to try and do it. I just think it's going to be a thing until they decide it's not a thing and they move on to something else. And I don't mind the no, meta sh- name. The meta M is bad. The I think meta would be bad. a better... If, if Facebook were...
1: <laughs> If Facebook were saying, yeah, if Facebook were saying we are going to make a new subdivision called Meta and it's going to do all these things, right. uh, then I think Meta is a great name. I but think Meta is a great name for a virtual reality company.
0: But I do think it's interesting as an Umbrella Corporation name more so than Alphabet. Although, I guess I'll put everything A to Z. But meta is sort of like the metaverse of Facebook companies. Like, I do kind of think there is something slightly clever about it. Like, I'll give them credit. Like, it could have been a lot worse. Um, and it is short and memorable, which you always like a name. But, but, yeah, the Swoopy M is probably the most generic thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: <laughs> yeah. It looks exactly like a flattened-out Airbnb logo. It,
0: it's every startup you've ever seen has that logo.
2: Yeah. Right. I didn't even realize it was an M. <laughs> I oh, it was
1: just like a, like a melted, uh, a melted no, ice cream cone.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like a shark test here. What, what do you think it is? That's wonderful. That
2: like sort of makes sense, but boy, that doesn't look like an M at all.
0: It's no. It's nope. We will have to see how that is uh, played out in practice, but I'm excited. They did tease. They were super fancy headset that's coming later next year um and apple is supposed to supposedly release their long-awaited headset at some point next year so 2022 could be a very interesting year for this
1: yeah i'm excited uh like i've been saying for years i think the i'm i'm more convinced of the social aspect now but and i think one thing facebook did a good job of is it won't be like let's assemble in this virtual space and do nothing. Let's assemble and just like, look at our weird disembodied avatars. It would be like the avatars are here to give you some sense of the fact that this person in this space is this person, but you're playing paintball or you're, you're having some like poker virtual poker night thing. And I I think like, imagine work that workspace horizon, whatever the hell they're keeping that name too. That was confusing, but Mm. uh. That app for poker, it would be way better than just playing like online poker with your friends. It would be more fun. So I, I'm sold on that, and I'm sold on the work thing. So I'm I'm excited to see where this goes.
0: Well, that's why I get excited because then you say, "Oh boy, you put an M1 Max chip in one of those I things." Was
1: just thinking Holy that, Sean.
0: Goddamn smokes. I was
1: just thinking that. Especially, yeah, it, it works. The M1 Max is a great VR
0: chip. Yep. I've I've done it. It's great. High output, low power.
2: Mm hmm Mm.
0: Well, we will stay abreast of any developments there. But how about we move on to picks? How does that sound? Picks. Let's do it. And we got some this week. We've skipped a couple weeks, so I'm excited to share what we have here. I'm going to make Colby go first because I'm excited about his pick.
2: My pick is a television program. It's called What We Do in the Shadows. It's like, it's sort of like The Office or something. It's that style of, like, sitcom where there is, like, a documentary crew. But the characters are vampires, and they're, like, stupid and, like, ridiculous. It's very funny. It's, it's very dumb, but, like, I think it's hysterical. It is very uh, funny. Yeah, it came came to me at a great time in that I hadn't watched a new comedy in a long time. Or rather, I hadn't watched a comedy that had been made in like in the last, I don't know, (laughs) five years. I don't know. Um, But I think this is still in progress, or at least there are three seasons of it. I don't know if it's still coming out.
0: Yeah, they just did the finale of season three like last week or two weeks ago, but it's already been renewed for another season. So Nice. Um, yeah. I, I agree. I am a huge fan. It is very funny. Um, and what I love about it is they don't hold back... Like, they will, like, mess up their character. Like, nothing is sacred. Like, they'll take some crazy zigs and zags, and you're like, how are they going to undo this? Or how are they going to bounce back? And they always do. And it's just very... So well written. Or, or they...
1: It doesn't, right? And it's just a permanent thing. Right. <laughs> there are lots of permanent like, changes from episode to episode.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it follows through. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, it's a hoot. Yeah, we'll be doing the show. It's great. FX and Hulu. Check it out.
2: It's the only reason I have a Hulu subscription right
0: now. <laughs> Getting your money's worth. Same. Well, you can cancel it for a little while until the uh, the show comes back for another season. Um. All right. I'm gonna go next, and we'll let Dan take us home. Mix up the order a little bit. Uh, Maestral is uh, is my app. M a e s t r a l. Someone on Twitter recommended it. Don't remember who. Um, it is an open source Dropbox client for Mac OS and Linux. Uh, the interesting thing is, uh, is that Dropbox doesn't technically fully support m1 max at the moment i believe is the case like i have dropbox for it but it's not like a fully supported version um and dropbox's apps in general are not great they're usually pretty chunky and heavy um and so i recommended this and they said oh it's a lightweight little sync tool and i said all right i'll give it a shot designed for apple silicon um and i bought it and it's uh it syncs the files it's really easy and it's free and um anytime i don't have to give to the man at dropbox um even though I have a terabyte and a half of files up with them. Um, I love it. Maestrel.app is where you can get the information to download it. That's crazy because when
1: Dropbox came out, it was known for having a great Mac app. That was the fact that they managed to get those icons to show up in the Finder. I haven't used Dropbox since like 2010.
0: So yeah, there was a, um, there was a big controversy around Dropbox this week. I think that's why someone shared this, where um, it's technically a beta that uses Rosetta, and so you're not getting your max. It's not native to to the Apple Silicon. Right. And what happened is Dropbox Dropbox put out a thing on its like blog or whatever, where they're like, I guess they do this with some new features, where if something gets enough votes they'll, like, move it, and everyone's like, how can you make M1 compatibility, like, of, like? you should just do that, like, it's a major... Everyone's kind of pissed that they dare do that. Um, mm-hmm. And they ended up changing um, their minds and saying they'll release native support in the first half of 2022. But that's where this recommendation came in. Nice. Maestro.app, check it out. Uh, Dan, take us home. I'm very curious what you got here.
1: Yeah, so... Th- Colby probably knows what this is. And I was introduced to this a couple of years ago at work called, it's a thing called Go Links, And the, the idea is you install this extension and then you can make, uh, make it so that when you go to go slash, say you go to go slash uh, show notes, uh, it goes to this docs.google.com slash spreadsheets, blah, 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 blah. It's basically a way to type short, keywords into URL and get specific URLs out of it. Doesn't sound that interesting. But you can share these Go links with other people. So if Colby and I are on a Go Links team, then we can share the same vocabulary of Go Links. And I can tell Colby's like, oh Dan, where's the show notes? Like go slash show notes. Uh where's the like planning document? Go slash plan. Uh, and you can change that and point it somewhere else. Maybe it updates. You ever have like crazy login URLs for some services your team uses, where it's like, oh, it's like, uh, don't panic. dot google. dot com slash saml v two slash id equals blah blah blah. It's like just go slash google, uh, or or whatever. So go It's free for almost everybody. Check it out.
0: That's a really cool idea.
1: It's super useful.
0: I could imagine in in an enterprise where you want uh, everybody going to the same place.
1: Yeah, especially in meetings when someone's like, "I can someone share the doc? It's like, it's it's at go slash marketing. Yeah, that's cool. The first time I saw this was, uh, maybe it wasn't, the first time I, well, it wasn't the first time I saw it. But one very funny use I saw for these was at Google in the bathroom. They had... Uh, code testing tips on the inside of the stall (laughs) door. So you would look at it and be like, oh, did you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is how you write a good software test. For more tips, go to go slash like bathroom testing or something.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's pretty I'm not quite sure if that's creepy or helpful. Welcome to Google. Why can't it be both? Uh, GoLinks.io is the website. Check it out. Very cool, guys. Excellent. Anything uh, anything else you'd like to uh, discuss or share this evening? I'm good. These guys are all set. So we shall be all set. Uh, make sure you visit our website, don'tpanic.io. All the links to those picks will be there, as well as the audio and video of the episode. And, of course, you can subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Just search Don't Panic. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to get the freshest episodes in your podcast inbox. You can, of course, get in touch with us, at Gmail.com or... Hit us up on Twitter at Don't Panic Show. But that's going to do it here, guys. We're going to wrap it up. On behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here as always. We'll see you next time for another great episode of Don't Panic.